Hey, sweet ones. Welcome to the All That To Say podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth Klein. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff. A, because I've been through a lot of it. B, because most of you have too. And C, because I really believe God wants to come alongside us in our pain and help us find our way through it. In today's episode, we're going to talk about what you can do if you're in a harder than hard marriage. Let me first say, if this is you, I am so deeply sorry. I am so sorry. This isn't the way that it was supposed to be. I'm picturing my 20-something, somewhat newly married self coming to me. The 50-something, married, then divorced, then remarried, been around the block self and saying, my marriage is hard, harder than I think it's supposed to be. I cry almost every day. I'm so confused. I don't think it's supposed to be like this. And I don't know what to do anymore. I can picture this because I remember. Because I went looking for help back then and I said those things to some people who were older than me. I was in so much pain and I was desperate for someone to help me and to help us. I was heard somewhat. I was understood a bit and yet not so much. I was given advice, a lot of advice. Some good, truly, like look at your own planks in your own eyes. And sure, sure, we all need to do this. And I'm not being sarcastic. I really needed to look at myself and I still really need to. But then also maybe some not so good advice. How often are you having sex? Um, actually a lot, especially considered we fight all the time and he's not nice to me. Are you praying for him enough? Every day, all the time. But yes, yes, I can, of course, pray more. You can hold your tongue a bit more. Stop nagging him. Okay, yes, I totally need to work on this. I nag a lot. I really do. I, I want him to stop doing this and this and this. And I want him to start doing that and that and that. And all of those things are deeply important things. But you're right. You're absolutely right. I need to work on that. Don't give too much weight to the lies and the hiding. Um, I'm sorry, what? I'm going to read through the book of Philippians for you and tell you almost line by line what you should be doing better in your marriage. Mm. Was the phrase stay in your lane not yet invented? Plus, I can read. So with all I lived through and all I lost, and all I tried, and all my failures and missteps, and all the advice I was given that worked, and all the advice I was given that not only did not work, but made things worse, what would I say to the 20-something or 30-something or whatever woman in a marriage that is breaking her heart? Listen to your gut. I do not mean this in a new agey way. I mean this in that according to scripture, 
The Holy Spirit dwells within you. You've been given a sound mind and you have the mind of Christ, uh, no matter what you were being told. And so if something feels wrong, it probably is. Our hearts, minds, bodies are all connected. And I believe God uses all of it to protect us, send us signals, guide us. Get help. I know of some really good pastors. I really do. Some who really do get all of this, all the intricacies. But but I would recommend you get into counseling with an actual therapist. And if that therapist does not understand abuse or mental illness or addiction, find a new therapist. Take a look at the wheel of power and control and ask yourself, are any of these things happening in my marriage? If they are, tell your therapist. Also, if you're not safe, or if you or your children are being physically or sexually hurt, set up a safety plan and contact the National Domestic Violence Hotline. I will put links in the show notes to all these things. Is there an addiction? If your husband is an alcoholic, I cannot recommend Al-Anon highly enough. Is it scary, yucky, embarrassing, etc.? Okay, yeah, it kind of is a little bit, but only at first because it's new and different to you. Had I gone at 25 instead of 37, who knows what would have happened? And the practical support I received to handle my daily life in more healthy ways was I'm not being dramatic, life-changing, and sanity-inducing. Side note, I had a couple people dissuade me from going to Al-Anon saying it wasn't a quote-unquote Christian organization. First of all, the 12 steps are based on scriptural principles, and I frankly wish every person in the world would take themselves to the 12 steps because then what a kinder and more healed place this world would be. And secondly, yes, you will read and hear the phrase higher power, but it's okay. You're a grown-up who knows what she believes, and you just replace that with God in your head, and it'll be all right. If there's an addiction, please seek out an Al-Anon group. Take care of yourself. Eat better than you're currently eating. Drink more water than you're currently drinking. Get more sleep than you're currently getting. Move just a little more than you're currently moving. Drink less alcohol than you might be drinking. Not judging, seriously, just saying. And maybe try to do something fun or something you love at least once a week. Journal. Even if you don't like to write, every day, either write out longhand or in a Word document or in the notes on your phone, what you are feeling that day. Get it out of you every day. Also, while you've got that journal out, try to write down three things every single day that you are grateful for. This is not a cliche. Gratitude literally helps us to rewire our brains and gives us little hits of dopamine and serotonin, the feel-good chemicals. Read a psalm every day. It will bring you comfort, encouragement, and resonance because pretty much every emotion described in the Psalms 
will help you connect with what you're going through. And you'll realize that it's okay if you feel despair and anger and confusion and lostness because you're human and life is hard. But you'll also be reminded that God sees you and is with you and will never leave you. And he is your help and your rock and your strength. Read a book that isn't for regular marriages. Leslie Vernick's The Emotionally Destructive Marriage is the best book, hands down, I've ever read on difficult marriages. And it's written by a Christian therapist who gets it. Create a mantra. Again, not to sound new agey. A mantra simply is a sentence of truth from scripture for you to repeat as needed because, honey, all of this is too hard and all of this is too much. And your thoughts are going all over the place. Mine during my hard marriage was this. I am precious and honored in your sight and you love me even though he doesn't. And you can borrow mine until you create one of your own. There's like so much more I could say, but I don't want to overwhelm you. These are all good starting points. If you so desire, you can support this podcast in a few ways. You can rate it. You can share it. You can subscribe to it. So sweet ones, all that to say, no matter what your marriage looks like, no matter what your marital status is, you are the unconditionally beloved daughter of the Father God, and he is so delighted with you. You came into this world and you start each day already completely loved with no other loves to beg for and nothing to prove to anyone. Till next time, so, so much love.